0: Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings Podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle Membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well cared for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your self-care coach and your inner leadership mentor. And today I want to have a conversation with you about one of the most important things that I teach and talk about in almost everything I do. And this is why it's so important to trust yourself I'm going to share with you one of my frameworks that I teach in the Divine Self-Care Circle called the Inner Council Framework. And this is, again, just one of the frameworks that I teach. They all connect back together into this core understanding that you get to decide how you live your life. You get to decide the choices that are based on the values that are important to you. So what I see so often is a woman just like you and me who is on your own path and there's some areas of your life that feel pretty stable and grounded and you've made choices whether it's the way you mother whether it's your personal style whether it's your health and wellness there's some areas of your life that feel amazing and there's other areas of your life that feel really wobbly and this is because you have not anchored in to a deep understanding that self-trust And self reference and self authority is one of the things that we need to work on. (laughs) You haven't established an anchor in the ability to really, really make decisions that reflect what you desire. You've heard me talk about, if you've been here for a minute, you've heard me talk about the six false agreements that women make. It's one of the frameworks I teach, it's a master class within the Divine Self Care Circle that you get access to when you join. And it's all about recognizing the agreements, the false agreements that you have made and I have made, we all have made. We've been entrained by society, by our family of origin to trust other people's opinions, other people's expectations, other people's uh, approval. And there's three three or four more. You have to go and listen to that. You can actually go listen to the past Um, episode I did on the six false agreements, but there's a lot deeper work that goes around it because in the master class, I teach you how to actually recognize the agreements based on things that are showing up in your life consistently over time as loops. Um, And then how to write new agreements and what those are in order to really empower yourself to trust your own voice, trust your own thoughts, trust your own approval, your own permission and not need that from anyone else in order to do and be The woman that you came here to be. So the reason that, again, I teach this is I've seen so many women living by these false agreements, including, I am not, (laughs) definitely not, like, I've got this all figured out, and I never have to deal with any of these things. In fact, I believe that the more you are resolute and intent on teaching something to others that you yourself are going to get challenged with these at higher levels and higher levels and higher levels. That's kind of how life works, right? When you decide you want to teach uh, wellness, it's usually because it's something that you yourself have struggled with and overcome and continue to, to reach higher levels of understanding around. So whatever it is that you are passionate about teaching, I can guarantee you it's probably because it's something that you have had to unravel and had to figure out and find ways to teach others to do the same. So when I teach you this about self-trust, about standing in your own power, about using your voice, your intuition, and your inner authority to make decisions. It's because this is my work in the world in so many ways. Yes, it started with self-care and that's the biggest container because in order to be able to give anything to anyone, you need to learn how to fill your own uh, emotional, spiritual, mental, physical, social capacities, your your wells, your containers, however you call them, right? In order to give anything to anyone, you have to have something to give. So really for me, it started as an exploration of self-care. And the deeper work of it now is around understanding that your intuitive, your your inner knowing um, is the place where we all as women have to really step into in order to be the mothers we want to be, in order to give uh, in our business and our work, whether you work for a company or whether you are starting your own business, in all of your relationships, in building better boundaries, in feeling like you are creating something that really reflects who you want to be, and not doing it based on anyone else's version of life, because if we just get a little bit, you know, spiritual here, like this is the life that we get to live. And the circumstances around us are always going to be something other than we ourselves would de- were, would would design. <laughs> but there's so much that we do have control over: our perceptions, the story we tell around it, the meaning that we create from what's happening, the way we show up in our relationships, the time and attention that we place on the things that we find important and valuable, our creativity and our expression, the way we show up physically in the world, right? We, I mean, we have to work with what we were given, but we have so much we can do based on what we were given. And if you find yourself limiting your own capacity and you're limiting or doubting yourself, your own ability to show up, it's because someone told you that you were wrong somehow, or you believe that you're wrong, or you're comparing yourself to someone else. So I want to share with you this really simple five-step inner framework, and my intention is for you to be inspired and to know that you need this now because we are in a time and a world that is noisier than ever, right? Like I'm recording this in the last week of May of 2020, and we are still deep into this pandemic, COVID-19 Um, And it's political and it's social and it's health and it's societal. It's it's affecting every single person on every level at some way. Never have we had this before in a way that we are so connected and can see what other people are thinking and doing about it. And it's very confusing. So it's more important than ever that you now begin to build this inner authority to be able to lower the noise on other people's noise, right? (laughs) To lower that volume and to really be able to tap into what is most important to you and not be led by something that is not true for you. And in fact, spend time figuring out what your truth is. So I'm going to share with you this inner framework and then give you some examples of how you can start implementing it. And then if you're ready to take a deeper dive in this and really practice it in a community of amazing women doing the same. In fact, one of the, one of the key reasons that women say they've joined my community is that feel they feel like they're not the only one managing emotions and experiences that are happening. Those are actual words. And another woman says the community, she joined for the community because being in the presence of others that are also prioritizing self care and doing greater levels of inner work is the reason she joined my divine self-care circle and if you're feeling called to do this and, and feeling like I'm really understanding that doing it alone is not how I have to do it then I invite you to check out the link in the show notes and to step inside the circle and let me be your guide and mentor and coach and also join a community of women who are doing it as well all the details are on that page if you join and you can Try the first month for just $7, like $7 to have an amazing community. And then if you decide to stay, then you get to stay for just $97 a month for a buttload of content. (laughs) Amazing masterclass that I mentioned earlier. Uh, You get the dream calendar experience. Everything's on the page there. You get to check it out. And you get three live calls a month. That's like unprecedented. (laughs) I usually do one call a month. But because of what we're going through right now, I know we need more and more connection. So if you are enjoying my content here and feel like I'm someone you want to hang out with, then come join us. You are so welcome. And it's really time that we understand that collaboration and connection in circle is what's going to help all of us go exactly where we each want to go together, not alone. So the first part of the inner framework is, um, and I love using, <laughs> using words and frameworks and letters, and it, you know, I love words. I think they're really the pathway into understanding. So I took the word inner, and it really came to me as the framework. So we're going to break it down by every letter has a, uh, is a piece of the framework. So we'll, we're going to start with the I and in inner which stands for intuition, intuition of your inner authority and understanding that you are the first and last check-in on every decision point that you make. There is zero need to have 12 opinions on the table when you're making a decision. Is it okay to have a mentor? Is it okay to have someone in your life that you trust and really sees you and doesn't tell you what to do, but actually gives you the space to explore for yourself? Absolutely. But after that, you are the last check-in and decision point because there is zero blame here. When you start to create that inner authority, we don't blame anyone else for any decision that you made, right? Were you influenced? Sure. Were you inspired? Absolutely. But you made the decision. And having that intuitive first and last check-in with your inner counsel is a huge way to start to claim your inner authority. Next is N. Needs. Your needs are honored by yourself and others. And how do you do that? Well, first you have to know what your needs are. If I asked you, make a list of your top 10 needs, would you be able to do that? I love helping you do exactly this because I know you already know, but maybe for so long you've been given to, uh, giving to others first that you have almost forgotten what the needs are. Like, of course, sleep and food and shelter and all those basic needs. Absolutely. Like we all get it. The Maslow's hierarchy, right? But that's no longer the basic. We need to have inner exploration. We need to have a spiritual inner life. We need to have a, a way to connect with what is most important to ourselves. So if you are unable to create a list of what your needs are, you're not alone. You're absolutely not alone. We've just been entrained to, you know, be so generous to others, which is a wonderful thing to have. But the more you do this for others without filling your own self with your own needs and what you desire, you're going to start creating patterns of resentment, of expectation to others, and feeling like you need to be thanked for everything. And when you're not, it can be very sticky and tricky and create lots of friction in relationships. So really understanding what your needs are and being able to communicate those to yourself and to others is part of living with inner authority. Next one is nurture. Not nurture as in like nurturing others, no. (laughs) What I'm talking about here is nurturing your own creative expression. We, have, we are born creative beings, but we have been taught over the last many decades that creativity is like the thing you do when you have a few minutes at the end of the day, maybe, if you're not too tired. But I'm here to flip that script and to invite you to see creativity as an innate right, an innate expression of being a human. We are all creators, whether it's with food, whether it's with beauty all around us, whether it's artwork or writing or words or dance or any of the less obvious artwork creativity avenues, if we go unexpressed for too long, we start to get very rigid and serious and pleasure becomes an afterthought in discovering that you get to nurture your creativity and commit to it in a way that feels so good. It can feel a little bit like a guilty pleasure at first, but once you start connecting the dots and seeing that by creating uh, a nurturing practice around your own creativity, whatever that is, whether it's basket weaving or crocheting or you know baking, whatever, that it starts to actually change your, your physical, emotional imprint and how you show up in every other area of your life you start to become more playful. You start to laugh more easily. You start to feel pleasure and receive pleasure in even just tasting food and putting on clothing and listening to music. It starts to reframe how you show up. And I've given you lots of ideas already, but just start really small, even by asking yourself, what creativity would really feel good maybe for like I actually love just sitting and doodling and listening to music and it feels like something that I don't get to do very often unless I make time for it because it feels like I'm doing nothing right but when I do it when I'm when I finish like and move on to something else I actually feel like a part of my body and soul have been nourished in a really beautiful way and it doesn't have to take an hour. It could be five minutes. Just set a timer or put on a playlist and just doodle, right? Like, I bet your ego's already like, oh, that I have too much to do in order to do that, right? Because it's backwards because that's what you've been told. You've been told that everything you do has to have a return on investment, right? What if it's just fun and it feels good? That is a return on investment in you, okay? All right, the next one is E, excellence. I love this word. I didn't always love it because it feels like a lot of pressure to be excellent in everything. But here's the difference. It's excellence defined by you. You get to define what excellent means. You get to define the excellent bar in your life right? What does excellent mean to you? What if you had excellence in everything that you did, but it meant that you got to say, for me, excellence is when I'm fully present, not distracted. Excellence is when I get to decide what it means for me to have a day defined by me i feel free excellence is freedom or excellence is creativity right like you get to define but i love the word excellence because it actually invites you to rise beyond the mediocre because mediocre is easy right it's just sort of showing up half-assed and you're you're like ugh, capable of so much and when i say so much again it doesn't it's not that external like do more be more have more kind of thing no The the most important element of this excellence is that it's defined by you. So another question you can ask yourself around this is, what does being excellent mean to me? What does it mean to me? What's possible when I'm excellent? I know it's kind of a weird word. I feel like I've been saying it for two decades, (laughs) but I brought this in here because I think it's okay to ask yourself to rise into excellence beyond mediocrity. Right, who does it serve for you to be mediocre? Nobody. I mean, it's not a bad word, but what if you got really excellent at something? What if you got really excellent at being you? What would that look like, right? Okay, and finally, the inner framework, the R, is remember, remember. This is such a good one, because I know we all forget that we're intuitive beings with authority in our lives. But I want you to start remembering in those moments when you start to doubt yourself or when you have a question, that you remember that you have an inner counsel, an inner guide, an inner GPS that you can access. And the way that I invite my clients to do this, whether we're on a coaching call or whether we're in circle having a conversation, the easiest way for you to remember your inner guide, is to take a moment, get still, take three deep breaths in and out. You can try it right now. Inhale to the count of four, and exhale to the count of four. Just start doing these deeper, more present inhales and exhales. And then just ask yourself a question but you have to sit still long enough to get the answer, And you'll be so shocked at that fact that you do have an answer that you're going to start understanding that all those times that you spent asking other people to give you answers were, in fact, unnecessary, irrelevant, didn't matter, because the only person who has the first and last say in your life is you, you, who else, who else would it be, right? We're not living life based on other people's templates. Once we wake up and I know you're here and awake, I know you are. Even if there's things that feel wobbly in your life, you have the inner authority and I want to help you create a structure and a container around it and processes that help you to really claim and anchor into and ground yourself into being that first and last decision point in all things, in what you wear, in what you eat, in how you exercise, in how you experience relationships, in who you let into your world, in how you create, how you experience pleasure, and the decisions that you make in all aspects of your life. So again, This is the inner framework. Intuition as first and last check-in. Your needs honored by yourself and others. Nurture your creativity. Excellence as defined by you. And finally, remember that the inner guide is within you. All right. I was hoping this would be short and sweet, and it is. (laughs) But... And I truly hope that I've awakened some part of your inner counsel, your inner authority to start to understand that, oh, okay, there's something in there that wants to have a bigger presence, a louder voice, more authority in my life. And guess who that is? It's you. (laughs) So, I want to help you develop this inner counsel and really build that inner knowing more than anything so that you can trust yourself, so that you can keep promises to yourself, so that you can live this one incredibly wild, beautiful, precious, magical, complicated, complex life in a way that is meaningful and powerful for you. I truly believe that you're here to be unique, to share a message. In whatever way, in whatever circle, with whatever community, or whatever level you desire. And it's fully 1 million percent possible when you live from your inner authority. I would again love to invite you into the Divine Self Care Circle. And what I'm doing this year, which I've never done before, is, again, allowing you or inviting you to experience the circle for a whole month for just $7 to start. So head on over to either my notes in this podcast episode, or if you follow me on Instagram, you can head over to my bio there and click the link that says Divine Self-Care Circle. Trial is available now with a little circle on it. You'll see if you go there. And if you really can't find it, then just message me on Instagram, and I will show you where to go. All right. Have an amazing day. Go take care of yourself. I hope you come back very soon. And if you have time to binge on past episodes, go ahead. There's like 163 of them now. Holy moly. All right, friend. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life business and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success. Pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.